Good morning. Good morning and welcome to Convo. My name is Jesse Gottwalls and I'm a second year nursing student. For the past couple of weeks, I have been part of a group of faculty and students who were assigned the job of coming up with a convocation on the broad topic of relationships. As we talked, we quickly realized the number of possibilities such a general prompt could take us in. In that group, we began to share some of the relational concerns we hear the most as students and as faculty. Most of them revolved around community and people on campus having the need to belong and feel supported. A lot of times, we know of people on campus who are dealing with family and personal issues, eating disorders, academic stress, alcohol struggles, and insecurities about friend groups. We see those same scenarios play out over and over again. We know those people exist, but often we think, it's not my problem. Really though, it is our problem. By simply being at Goshen in this community, by living together, we have agreed to some level of care and responsibility for the people around us. We titled this convocation Life Together because we are trying to explore what we expect from each other as a community and the level of vulnerability we have with each other. So, what is community? What are we agreeing to? Do we all have the same assumptions? How responsible are we for each other? Do we know how much other people want us to be involved in their lives? When is something not your problem? When is something your responsibility? As you listen throughout the morning, we invite you to consider these questions for yourself. Hey everybody, um, I'm Lucas Napsiger. I'm a senior here at Goshen College. Um, and I've been asked to share based on some of my previous experiences at Goshen and how I see the community here having really helped me in a lot of different ways. And not even through uh, an eating disorder, but through breakups, depression, through my life. And for that, I'm very grateful. So, I guess I had an eating disorder. It, it never really became that for me until uh, about halfway through my freshman year at GC. And this, this has some deep roots, I guess. Since middle school, I've never really felt comfortable with the way I look. I was a little chubby, a little socially awkward, and a little self-conscious, AKA how nearly everyone feels during middle school. But maybe I didn't handle it as well as everyone else. I went through a period of very deep depression, contemplated suicide, tried suicide, and had enough anger built up that it significantly changed the way I look at the world and how I dealt with people. Uh, and as I grew, I went from being a little chubster to being tall and skinny and lanky, but that's still not how I saw myself. I, start, I first started making myself purge after Thanksgiving dinner my senior year of high school. And the most vivid part of amount, uh, about it was that I tried using my fingers, but it, it didn't work. So I had to use a toothbrush instead, which is just the weirdest, weirdest thing to remember about it. And as my family was in the next room, having no idea what I was going through, I, I kept it myself. And so for maybe the next few weeks, I went down that road, continuing to binge and purge for about once or twice a week. Uh, Maybe after a month and a half, I finally hit my Christmas break, and I was just laying in bed racked with insomnia, as I often was in high school, and as I often am now. But all of a sudden, I just sort of broke down, 
and just started crying. And uh, I looked at what this habit could do to me. And I folded it up and I tucked it away on my little shelf and I did not talk about it. Next semester of school, I enrolled in a weightlifting class, which actually did really good things for my body image and my self-esteem. I went from being six foot and 140 pounds, um, which ironically is the average build of a male model these days, uh, <laughs> to a little bit more of a healthy weight. Um, so uh, even though I knew I was still buying into a cultural standard of beauty, I wasn't making myself puke to do it, so I felt a little bit better about that. But looking back on it now, I could have easily slipped into really unhealthy workout habits. And I was walking the edge of a razor without even seeing it. Um, so leaving high school and coming to GC, um, one of the reasons why I picked GC, not, not the academics or necessarily because I knew what I wanted to do with my life or because I wanted to go abroad, but I picked it because I liked the people. That was the sort of the final decision I made, and I was really glad about that. So the college experience begun. As a freshman at GCS, thrown into dorm life with all the mixers and CAC events and parties, and all of this was helped by the fact that I had a nice big 10-inch red mohawk. So that was, that was a good conversation starter. And I miss it sometimes, but... Um, <laughs> one of the things that also I was new to was drinking, and I never drank in high school, and so... Learning how to do that in college was testing uncharted waters. Um, at the, at this, some point during this time, I also found out that I was attractive, which, <laughs> it, it sounds funny to say it like that, but, but that's what it was. In high school, I, I never pictured myself as being in any way attractive to anyone. I don't know, it, something about him in high school might not breed egotistical, I'm so pretty types of feelings, but maybe that's just me. And so knowing that other people liked how I looked, especially at a time when I, I hated how I looked, um, was almost as intoxicating as, as the amount of alcohol I was consuming. And while I never was an alcoholic and I never was necessarily in deep danger, I was still using it as, as a crutch to, to make myself feel better about myself and about the way I look because when I go to parties and I drink, uh, people would hit on me and I really liked that because it made me feel prettier than what I felt myself. Um, so even as I start, was trying to trend into these, these little bit risky habits and dangerous habits, even to the point of considering in my mind to make myself start binging and purging again. Um, I'd also been finding a lot of really good friends who, who helped me a whole lot. Um, one of my best friends, Jacob Schlabach, was the first one to talked to me about how I'd been handling myself and talked to me about how it seemed like I was getting myself into a lot of trouble. And I think that was, that was the start of when I first uh, really began dealing with, with my issues of self-esteem um, and body image. But I still had never told anyone ever 
about my eating disorder, about any of this um, at that point. Um, what provoked my sharing wasn't someone catching me throwing up or wasn't asking why I was skipping meals, um, which I still occasionally did, sometimes on purpose and sometimes just because I would forget to eat because uh, I have a very short attention span. Um, but rather another person who I was incredibly lucky to meet and get to know. Um, second semester, my friend Julia uh, left Goshen to receive treatment for an eating disorder. And I knew her somewhat. We'd had a couple of good conversations and my world was a little bit shook up because I never really had met anyone who'd dealt with the same feelings that I'd been going through. Um, and at that point, I didn't really realize what I'd gone through was as serious as it was. Um, it was the first time in my life I ever shared with anybody about my eating disorder. And then it was at, like this little goodbye party for her. And we had this notebook that we'd write notes to her, wishing her luck, saying, hey, I'll write you a letter. Just, we love you and care about you. And I just wrote a little note in there about how, hey, I really hope you get better because I had bulimia. And I really hope you get better. I don't know, I don't really remember. It's something to that effect. Uh, and just this, that small moment of letting that out did wonders for me. I began to actually actively take a part in a healing process and start conversations with friends. And once it was out there, I found it so easy to share about, which to any of you who know me, I'm, I'm a pretty extroverted person and I come across being fairly confident and fairly sure of what I'm doing. Fairly happy, I don't know. I don't think it's a stretch to say that. And so, my friends didn't really see this coming. I'll, some of them knew that I had struggled with depression in the past, but uh, it, it took me knowing that there was other people there to listen and receive me who wouldn't judge me, who would help me feel better to, to really come to grips with some of my motivations about partying, which I don't have that, that need to you know, make out with anyone anymore at parties. Uh, and also uh, begin slowly building up an image of myself that I liked. And while a lot of these discoveries and opportunities to talk about my eating disorder and my problems with self-image, I've been driven by epiphany and by these, these really emotional, turbulent periods. It, it took a lot of consistent work and a lot of just positive thinking in order to, yeah, it was driven by consistency, not epiphany. And that's just something that I wasn't used to. Um, and I had continued conversations with Julia in the future, which it was wonderful to have somebody there who was supportive and who understood what I was going through. Um, Being so strongly supported by my own friends allowed me to show the same kind of support to the other people in my life, whether it was some consequential stranger who needed 
help walking home from a party because I drank too much or, or saying hello to someone I didn't know or sitting down and being a shoulder to cry on for the people who are going through really hard things. Um, and I feel incredibly, incredibly lucky to be where I am because the, the statistics of someone simply saying, no, I'm not, I'm gonna, not gonna throw up anymore. I'm not gonna make myself throw up anymore. I'm just done. And putting it away like I did is, is not common. And I in no way would suggest that that's what you should do because it's, it eats you up, one thing. Two, like, most of the time you end up failing, you end up falling. And since my freshman year, I have binged two more times and purged two more times. Uh, and this is an issue in my life that is in no way over. I'm much more comfortable with dealing with it. I'm much more comfortable talking about it, ob obviously. As I wrote this last night at four in the morning, freaking out about speaking in front of so many people, but <laughs> now that I'm up here, it's, it's, it's already out there, so I can't feel embarrassed. <laughs> so I think, there, I think there's small comfort in that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was lucky to have the community that I did and be surrounded by the people that I did. Um, and I, I can't express that enough. And so yeah, these acts of kindness and these acts of community and friendship aren't limited to, to these huge conversations. There can be smaller things. Uh, I named some before, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I need to harp on that, but just making yourself available to other people and uh, making sure people feel included and, and just putting a little, forth a little bit more effort, which can be hard sometimes because we all deal with our own, our own problems and our own issues and we have tons of stuff going on in our lives. But at the same time, making sure we're not failing each other as a community is is, I think, more important to me than my academic work. And it ties into my academic work. I'm, I'm gonna be a teacher, and part of being a teacher is making sure all these little kitties succeed and grow and learn, and uh, adorable too, so that helps. But, all my friends, and even the people who didn't know me very well, uh, they helped me to cope, more than cope. They, Help me to grow and thrive, and for that I can't thank them enough. Uh, and so, like I said before, it's, it's an issue, it's an ongoing thing, and to quote Mad-Eye Moody, constant vigilance. <laughs> That's what you need, constant vigilance. Because even, even yesterday, I was procrastinating pretty heavily on writing this and coming up with an actual, you know, what to say, because at that point I had no idea, and I hadn't showered yet, so I went to shower, and as I stood in front of the mirror with my shirt off, I was just, I was criticizing myself, and looking at myself, and just thinking, hey, I, I went home that night, and had a big family dinner, and ate a lot, and I was, maybe I should skip some, some time I have an opportunity, because, you know, I, I don't like this, and then a louder voice, a voice that I've trained, and I've worked on, so hard came up and said, how about you finish counting your ribs before you, you criticize yourself? <laughs> and it, 
it's true that I, I still struggle with this on a daily basis. And it's something I've largely worked through. Um, and this weekend, one of the people who know me best told me, Lucas, you've come such a long way, matured so much, but you still need to learn your, to love yourself more than you do. Um, and with the God, kinds of friends and consequential strangers that are here at Goshen, I feel like I have the ability to learn to love myself for who I am and help others to find something that they love about themselves. And in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I mean, like, go the extra mile to love yourself and love each other. You know, it's holiday, write a card, give a kiss, I don't know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> so uh, thank you for listening to me and uh, have a good day. Valentine's Day. Good morning, my name is Adam Graber-Roth. I'm an admissions counselor here at Goshen and a 2005 graduate here. Uh, community, it's a word that is thrown around here at Goshen College. It's like a weekly top 40 that we hear all the time. Community, community is something we hear about so much that I think it's probably easy for us to take for granted. But if you're able to really take a moment and think about it, Community is an incredibly special thing. To me, community means being respectful, kind, accountable, and aware of those around you. This morning, I thought I would uh, briefly share about my experience of living in my community. I feel like I have a unique situation. I'm definitely a member of the greater Goshen community. I enjoy talking with my neighbors and have even partaken in the age-old custom of borrowing a cup of sugar. And... Uh, but at the same time, I, I guess I'm also a, an administrator. My official role is considered administrative faculty here at Goshen College. And hence, I'm a member of the college community. I choose to work here at Goshen College because I love Goshen College. I love campus and, I, and the events that happen on campus. But ultimately, I love Goshen College because of you, the students. I personally had an amazing college experience. Now it brings me joy to see others fully soaking up what GC has to offer. When GC, when I, uh, when GC students are enjoying one another, are succeeding, or are demonstrating their mastery of what they are learning, uh, I, f I feel like a proud older brother. But at the same time, when I see students struggling or damaging their lives, I'm sad, saddened and disappointed. I am able to experience both of these feelings on a regular basis. As a Goshen College community member, older brother, administrator, faculty, and friend, I'm disappointed when I come to campus and see vandalism. I'm disappointed when I look out my window of my house and see a student during an off-campus party peeing in my garden. I'm saddened when I hear news of students who have been hurt because we as a community weren't looking out for one another. And to be brutally honest, I'm disappointed when I see students hurting themselves with cigarettes. Is it out of line for me as a concerned member of this community to go up to them, kind of bonk them on the head, and ask them what part of smoking kills don't they understand? But then, on the other side, as, as a Goshen College community member, older brother, administrative, faculty, 
and friend. I'm impressed with student involvement in this community through athletics, the arts, Student Senate, GSWAP, BSU, LSU, PACS, ECOPACS, CAC, Kickoff, Intramurals, Our Afters, the list goes on. I am put to ease when I find a little note on my front door from my college student neighbors alerting me to the fact that they will be having a party th that evening and if it gets too loud to contact the number that is provided. It makes me happy to see snow forts being constructed by college students. And I'm de I deeply appreciate the val and value the relationships that I have been able to develop with many of you here this morning. I mentioned earlier that I love this place where the le leafy maple grows, not because of the lo location, the buildings, or, or the town, although all those things are qu quite wonderful. And in further reflection, I don't love Goshen College because of the individuals that come here, although you all are pretty cool. No, the reason I love being a part of this community is what happens between the individuals, the relationships, the cooperation, the respect that is shared among one another. That's why I love Goshen College. Now, inevitably, relationships will be strained, cooperation will not happen, respect won't be given, but we're better than that. And I challenge you this morning to go beyond that. Take a moment. Take a moment acknowledge one another. You've heard it a million times before, but it still holds true and it will continue to hold true for the rest of your lives. That person who's sitting by themselves, sit with them. You see someone walking by themselves, walk with them. You see a piece of litter, pick it up. We're called, we're called as a community to be responsible, accountable, and kind. We're a community. Now let's go act like one. We hope that today was entertaining and helpful by providing some ways to connect and ideas for stronger community. Um, before you go, we have another short clip that we hope will be inspiring. And if this convocation brought up um, any questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to talk to anybody who you saw up here today. And finally, after the video on your way out, um, we have some chocolate for you all, and we hope you have a great Valentine's Day.